Overcoming Rejection When I was living in Acacia Bay in Taupo, New Zealand in the early 80s, I was a solo father with my daughter Amanda, then eight years old, living in the house I was, I was a boarder. One night, an itinerant evangelist dropped into the house church or home group, I can't remember, that I was attending one night, and he privately said to me that he had a word of knowledge for me, that I hadn't fully forgiven a particular person. I didn't think he was right, because as far as I know, I didn't have any unforgiveness towards anyone in my life. I typically don't carry grudges or resentments, and yet he or someone else I don't remember said, if there is still a feeling of hurt over something that has happened in your life when you remember that incident or the person involved, then that's a possible indicator that the person hasn't been completely forgiven in your heart. Maybe in the mind, but not the heart. In other words, if you recall that person or incident and you feel no hurt in your heart, then it is probable that you have truly forgiven them. So I recall taking the situation to the Lord in prayer in my bedroom one night and I heard the Lord say there is still some hurt in your life with regard to this person who rejected you. And in fact, there is an authority of rejection over your life and it needs to be cut off at the tail feathers or something like that. I thought to myself, did I hear the Lord right? I hadn't heard of an authority before. So I looked up Ephesians 6, 10-12, New King James Version. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armour of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Then I noticed in the margin of my Bible, for the word powers it had or authorities. Aha! The Lord even knew what was in the margin of my Bible. Last week, I checked up on Ephesians 6-12 on Google, and I found this at empoweredchristian.org blog, Explain Ephesians 6-12. 1. Principalities. Chief of order, time, place or rank. The demonic brains behind evil strategies. 2. Powers. Those demons who exert the authority. There's that word authority again. Or right delegated. High ranking evil supernatural powers as well as the power of sin and evil in operation in the world. 3. Minions. Assignments. Low-ranking demons assigned to specific tasks. As I reflected on what the Lord had said, I suddenly had a realization that although I would have thought I was the most unrejected type of guy, I was always an upfront, positive, and popular kind of a person. But in looking back over my life, I recall the poor relationship with my father. My first puppy-love girlfriend at fifteen took me by surprise at a church camp when she suddenly announced that she had decided to start going out with her best friend. And that was quite wounding. And I remember making an inner vow that from then on I would reject any future girlfriend before she could reject me 
and so I was more of a predator in my late teens than a victim. So anyway, because I had a prayer meeting with three other men in Taupo every week, and that was years before Promise Keepers, I called the men and asked if they would meet with me at my mentor Roy Waldrum's home and pray for me, because I said I needed prayer. I didn't, didn't tell them what it was, because I wanted confirmation from them. Sure enough, when I walked into Roy's lounge, the men were all prepared to pray for me because they said they knew what it was. I burst their balloon a bit when I said I already knew that it was a spurt of rejection over me and it needed to be cut off. Roy said, well, you're right about that. The Lord told me the same thing, and I got the impression I should call your mother in Auckland and ask her about what happened when you were born. He in fact did phone her and asked how my birth was. She said all was good, except, she admitted, she had been grieving in herself at the time because my father was away on an evangelistic crusade and, may God bless him, wasn't present for the birth of his first son. At that point the Lord said to Roy that the spirit of rejection had an entry point to my life because of my mum's grief coming in via the umbilical cord. So the men prayed over me, cut off the spirit or authority or power of rejection over my life, and from that time I knew I was free of something that had hovered over my life for three decades or so. Since then, I've discovered while praying, praying for folk, by word of knowledge or the gift of discerning of spirits, that rejection is over many people's lives, one way or another, and needs to be renounced and cut off from them by someone who believes in the power of the Holy Spirit and in the name of Jesus to defeat the enemy. Remember that the word salvation in the Bible doesn't only mean that you've received forgiveness for our sin and the promise of eternal life, but it also means healing and deliverance from the molestation of the enemy. Last Sunday I decided to do, a, do more prep for today's message so I decided to watch a podcast video from a favourite teacher of mine, Mark de Jesus. It's spelt Mark de Jesus, J-E-S-U-S, but that's the pronunciation, de Jesus, on the subject of a root of rejection in mental health, exposing the rejection mindset. You can find this on markdejesus.com, a root of rejection. I'd been storing the link to this podcast for a few weeks, meaning to share it with everyone at my home at some point, but we hadn't got round to it. So if you are serious about seeing all of your family set free from depression, anxiety, panic attacks, mood swings, unwanted thoughts and emotional health issues, then you could take the time yourself to Google this video and watch it from beginning to end. Now here are some, some interesting points that I got from the message. Rejection seems to separate you from the love of God. Rejection is the common root of many mental and emotional health problems. The battles some have with troubling unwanted thoughts may be generational, that is, running down family lines. The question to ask those struggling is, what does love mean in their lives? Has love been compromised or not received? Deep wounds can be caused by a lack of validation from the father or mother, husband or wife, and then rejection strikes. 
In John 10.10, it says, The thief does not come except to to steal and to kill and to destroy. That's Satan. He comes to steal, kill and destroy. Whereas Jesus, it says, I have come that he may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Other points Mark brings out. Many have an inability to receive love. Perhaps they haven't been nurtured as a child, or there hasn't been love modelled to them in the home. Many have a war going on inside their minds and need the root of rejection uprooted out of their lives. Rejection affects your ability to receive love. Anxiety is a lack of not knowing the love of God and therefore feeling unsafe. Panic attacks are the result of a series of traumas or pressure. Depression can come from unhealed relationships. We all need to receive love and especially understand the Father's love. In John 4.18 it says, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. Romans 8.15 For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you receive the spirit of adoption, by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. Ephesians 1, 5-7 Having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace, by which, and listen to this, he made us accepted in the Beloved. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sin according to the riches of his grace. He made us accepted in the Beloved. That means we are loved and included with the Father, Son and Holy Spirit. You can't get any higher than that. Jan and I have just arranged to have Richard Brunton's book, The Awesome Power of Blessing, recorded as an audio book in Nutshell Studios just up the road at Papara. You can download this book for free at Richard Brunton, B-R-U-N-T-O-N, ministries.org. In this amazing wee book, he says one of the most wonderful things a father can give his children is a father's blessing. He says he learnt about this from the father's blessing by Frank Hammond. Without a father's blessing, there is always a sense of something missing. A void is created that nothing else will fill except, of course, the love of Father God. So right now I'm going to ask, hands up those who've had their father lay hands on them and bless them. Okay, not many of you. Hands up those who have never had their father do that. Okay, that's most of you. Now everyone shut their eyes and I'm going to pray the Father's blessing over you all. And if you can receive this, you will know how much God loves you individually. This is the Father's blessing. I love you, my child. You are special. You are a gift from God to me. I thank God for allowing me to be a father to you. I love you and I'm proud of you. I ask you to forgive me for the things I've said and done that have hurt you and for the things I didn't do and for the words I've never said that you wanted to hear. 
I break and cut off every curse that has followed you as a result of my sins, your mother's sins, and the sins of your ancestors. I praise God that Jesus became a curse on the cross, that we could come out from under every curse and enter into the blessing. I bless you with the healing of all the wounds of the heart, wounds of rejection, neglect, and abuse that you have suffered. In Jesus' name, I break the power of all cruel and unjust words spoken over you. I bless you with overflowing peace, the peace that only the Prince of Peace can give. I bless your life with fruitfulness, good fruit, abundant fruit, and fruit that remains. I bless you with success. You are the head and not the tail. You are above and not beneath. I bless the gifts that God has given you. I bless you with wisdom to make good decisions and to develop your potential, full potential in Christ. I bless you with overflowing prosperity, enabling you to be a blessing to others. I bless you with spiritual influence, for you are the light of the world and the salt of the earth. I bless you with depth of spiritual understanding and a close walk with your Lord. You will not stumble or falter, for the word of God will be a lamp to your feet and a light to your path. I bless you to see women and men as Jesus did and does. I bless you to see, draw out and celebrate the golden people, not the dirt. I bless you to release God in the workplace, not just to testify or model good character, but also to glorify God with the excellence and creativity of your work. I bless you with good friends. You have favour with God and man. I bless you with abounding and overflowing love, from which you will minister God's grace to others. You will minister God's comforting grace to others. You are blessed, my child. You are blessed with all the spiritual blessings in Christ Jesus. Amen. Now you can take that prayer home and pray it over your children and grandchildren. Rejection affects our ability to receive love. Once I had had that authority of rejection broken over me, I found it easy to receive love from others and forgive my father for his inability to show love and to validate me. In fact, my brother David and I were able to minister to him when he was struggling at one stage. I also found that how true it was that rejection can be generational. I discovered that my father had rejection over his life. His father had sent him to boarding school in Nelson, away from the family home in Hittite, Wellington, and in fact favoured his first son from a previous marriage. So no doubt my father did not receive the love and validation that he needed as a young man. It is no wonder he did not know how to model the father's love to me and my brother's. Yet I can still honour him today, despite his failings, as he did love the Lord and seek to serve him most of his life. Mark de Hesus made some VIP points to think about. Love is the antidote for rejection. Unhealed pain can cause the brain to obsess when you don't have the love you were designed for. OCD. Rejection blocks you from receiving God's love. It seeks to isolate you from having successful relationships. Just like social media can have the same effect, I think. Ask yourself, 
How are we doing in our earthly relationships? Parents often ask for prayer for their children, but in reality, it is the parents that need to know how much God loves them and then love on their kids exceptionally. Now, I've only just touched on the subject of overcoming rejection today, so if you feel you need to go deeper to get more understanding, then go to markdejesus.com markdejesus.com and there you'll find uh, his b- books and paperback, audio, Kindle, Exposing the Rejection Mindset. Also, Experiencing God's Love as Your Father. Also, God Loves Me and I Love Myself. Now, there are people listening to this podcast who I know have that spirit or power or authority of rejection over them. You may have suffered for years from poor relationships, depression, compulsive unwanted thoughts, fear, anxiety and food disorders. I challenge you now to admit you need a touch from God, a supernatural experience of God's love. So just bow your heads right now. Think about this scripture and then I'm going to pray for you. Ephesians 1, 6-7 He has made us accepted in the Beloved. In Him we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of His grace. Now say this after me. I want you to say in Jesus' name, I forgive everybody that has hurt me or spoken against me or maligned me. I forgive them in Jesus' name. I forgive them in Jesus' name. And in Jesus' name, I renounce the spirit or authority or power of rejection that is over me. I renounce that spirit in Jesus' name. Now I'm going to pray for you. In the name of Jesus, I bind and break the power of the spirit of rejection off you in the name of Jesus Christ. I bind and break its power and hold in Jesus' name and I loose whoever is listening to this from the spirit of rejection in the name of Jesus Christ. God bless you.